Welcome in to all our dads out there and all our moms. You are listening to episode 122 of the Fade You podcast. We are on Twitter at Fade You Sports. Make sure you follow us there. Make sure you subscribe to the pod. Got some new and exciting things coming to the pod now that football season is over. So stay tuned and look forward to that. We're recording uh, right after Super Bowl Sunday. It's The game just ended about 45 minutes ago. Uh, Monday is Valentine's Day, so we are all out for the pod on that. So we're here to discuss the game. My name is Matthew James at Matthew James 78 on Twitter. I've also got uh, two dads here with me tonight. Kyle is too distraught about his Bengals loss, so he is not here. Uh, Chris Duke, we'll talk about that dumbass in a minute. He is not here, but to the rescue, bucket boy Neil at Big Nelly Buckets on Twitter. Joe Ham at Joe underscore knows underscore 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 on Twitter. Should we should we talk about Chris first? So Joe, you yeah. you get you get rain shit on for yep. the baby shower. That was not my decision. I did not get to choose to go to the baby shower. I supported my wife who threw the shower, so I had to fucking go. However, we got. Chris Duke, who's going to act like he knows everything about the Super Bowl and exactly what happened, fucking worked with his wife the entirety of the Super Bowl. Did not watch it. Worked. Yet, I am the dickhead. It's Chris's world, though, so it's fine. We're all wrong, so it really doesn't matter because the fucking bungholes were a square uh, dog, right? Even though they cashed. Yeah. Nice, Chris. Yeah, Chris, uh, he basically ridiculed the group for two weeks saying, oh, you guys all like Bengals, you're all Den. Only for right. Den to flip-flop and come in on the yes. Rams after all. Just like I said on Amazing. the fucking podcast and with Chris. Dude, I'm like, he goes, oh, yeah, he's going to fire Bengals. I'm like, dude, are you sure? Like, all week, there's going to be the, the Rams narrative. Everybody's going to want to fire them. They're the favorite. They're at home hosting the Super Bowl. All the fucking squares are firing the Rams. Look what happens. And flip-flops are the Rams. And I was right the whole goddamn time. But Chris will never say, hey, Joe, you're right, because I'm always no. wrong. We live in his world. So those fine. those words will never be texted by that person ever. Nope. Nope. Not never, never once. Never, ever. Um, regular listeners will be thinking to themselves, oh, man, Chris was selling doors and windows on Super Bowl Sunday. No, Chris was not selling doors and windows. Chris signed up to work some party. We heard he was serving drinks for tips. Yes. Yeah. So his wife, I think she like, I don't know what she does as far as like work, but she does a bartending gig Mm -hmm. all the time, which is cool as fuck. Honestly, she hosted like an NFL thing yesterday and was serving like a bunch of, uh, of the players, moms and dads, Mac Jones Jones. getting getting after it. Supposedly she gave Mac Jones about 10 beers, which is pretty fucking cool. What a dad. What a dad. The dude, dude, (laughs) he's got like his belly looks like mine. So it makes sense. Um, but yeah, so then I guess somehow Chris got roped into it tonight and was like, yeah, I'll work during Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough to fucking sit and bartend during Super Bowl. Fuck that. Yeah. So I hope Mac Jones wasn't driving afterwards because little history there. Ooh. Oh, 
Yes, after you're right. Year, so. You know, hopefully, right. hopefully he has. Hopefully he has a group of dads. If you don't, Mac, and you're listening, we're for hire. Mm-hmm. We will make sure that you're well taken care of. We can go no. sober. I don't know if we can go sober through a Super Bowl. No, maybe not. Never mind. We can Mac, go sober I can be your, a Super Bowl. I can be the guy, Mac, that I will open up my lift and fucking order you a lift. Yeah, that's what we can. If you're <laughs> that's my job. Mac, I'll get wrecked with you and then ride home in a lift with you. Yeah. So Chris is cleaning up after a bunch of people who did get to enjoy the game and is not here with us right now, but that's fine. Uh, let's see, Neil, this had to be a good result for the books. A lot of, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. It was a four point spread, four and a half. There's going to be a lot of love on the dog money line as there always is in games like this, but the game goes under a lot of the props go under. The Rams don't cover, and the big some big bets came in on the Rams spread all throughout the day today. I mean, Joe, what do we think? The the final money count was probably seventy five percent Rams money. Oh yeah, at least seventy five percent Rams money. I'm sure there's a ton of square bets that came in the last second. Yeah. I actually saw on Twitter. I don't know if any of you guys saw it. There was a picture of the uh, I think it was Westgate, the sports book the fucking line of people trying to fire bets was past the book into the casino. It was literally fucking 200 people deep. I was just blown away. And you know, all those motherfuckers are firing the over, which was an L and then over and Rams minus four and a half. And which was an L. (laughs) I I think I saw South point actually moved to Rams minus five. So they were taking Rams money and and man. So, I mean, Neil, let me go back to you. Probably a great house wins again. Probably another good result from the books. What can what lessons can people take from uh, another Super Bowl where the book wins? Yeah, I and I think you know Matt to your point. Just to continue on, you look at all like the individual favorite props. I know like Cooper Cup. Yes, he scored a touchdown. He scored two, but a touchdown for Cooper Cup was at minus one fifty. But he didn't go over his yardage total. Neither quarterbacks went over their passing total, right? This was sort of an under across the board. Um, The other big one, the other big one that, so Dave Sherapan was saying that uh, the big, really popular bet that everyone was firing over was Cam Akers rushing yards too. And and that, I mean, he was horrible. So that stays under. Good job getting, yeah, good job getting 21 yards, Cam Akers. Um, you know, you know, you look at Mixon, you know, Mixon was the only guy, you know, he did go over his rushing total. Jamar Chase, I think, went slightly under his. So you look at sort of the top name guys, you know, Odell Beckham, you know, if you did the yes, Chase, went, Chase went over by a cocker. It was like 80 and he got like 90 yards. Okay. Was it over? I thought it was. I What did that close that? Because I thought it was like 91 that it closed that. Uh, I got it earlier today at 77. Oh, wow. Okay. My, I must be wrong. I was thinking of somebody else, but, um, but yeah, so even if Jamar Chase goes over, you still look at all like, the top name guys, you know, go over there or go under there, you know, prop totals that people are betting, you know, the overs on. Um, I, I think the books are going to be very happy though. You know, I did ask Dave on one of his, you know, Boston versus the book events. I said, I asked him earlier in the week, you know, what was, you know, obviously, I think we thought that there was a lot of Rams liability from earlier on in the Super Bowl, you know, before, you know, even the season kicked off, you know, because how many and the whole narrative was how many people rushed to the window to bet Rams to win the Super Bowl, 
the moment that they signed Stafford. So I know that there was a little, little bit of liability on the books from that perspective, but the fact that the Rams don't cover this game, yeah, the the books are going to be just fine. Um, you know, like you said, Matty goes under the total. The total stayed right in that 40s range, goes well under at 43. Um, you know, as far as betters, I think this is just sort of a classic Super Bowl when you have two first-time quarterbacks. It, you you definitely saw that there was some hesitancy, you know, on behalf of both coaches. Oh. One in particular, but both coaches were p- playing it really close to the best. Hey, can McPherson cock. I gave that out on the pod over <coughs> seven and a half points. He scored eight. Yeah, this is a great call. Um, I, I know a couple of our dads were talking about the first half under, and uh, I don't cash. know that that should have cashed, but it, it did. It should not have cashed. And it, it honestly, it was kind of criminal <laughs> that the fucking total didn't cash over. But, you know, that stupid ass teaser I did on the pod where I said I was going to tease the total down and then Bengals up. That cashed barely with the Rams scoring at the end over 42 and then Bengals plus 10 and a half really wasn't a big sweat, but yeah, there should have easily been 50 plus points in this game, but they just both teams just played like a little couple little bitches in the fourth quarter, to be honest with you. And, and do you think that happened? Do you what? Like I, God I damn. Feel, Lots I of feel like that Zach Taylor decision in the very first drive to go forward on fourth and one, the fact that he didn't get it, I almost thought set the tone for the rest of the game in his sort of like hesitancy after that. Like it was a pretty pivotal game. I was really surprised like that he would choose to do that in the first quarter. Um, I, again, as a first half under better, um, I wasn't happy that he went for it. Um, but I really thought that like that moment kind of spurred like the rest of the game, sort of his his thought process, because it was a really pivotal, very unique thing that I did not think he was going to go for. Dude, I could not believe how they were force feeding Mixon. Can you like that motherfucker got how many carries and they threw him the ball like seven or eight times. And I think it was a great call. Like shout out Kelly in Vegas. I followed her on Mixon over receiving yards. He had like seven or eight fucking catches for one yard. Yeah. Like yeah. he had no business going under there. That's the right bet. I would make it again tomorrow. But it's just it was dude, it was wild. I mean, fuck. It was a good football game. Like you can't complain. Like this was a good well, Super Bowl. Okay, was I was gonna to watch it was riveting. <clears throat> yeah, so I was gonna start with that. Like was the, I thought the game was just kind of okay. You well, thought it was half, Joe, you you thought it was decent. Yeah. I thought it was more than D's, man. When they returned wow. that fucking, or when they when they scored that seventy five yard touchdown to open up the third quarter, I was like, my cock was ripping through the front of my pants. I was that excited. It was a good time, and then it kind of just both teams were kind of just meh for a while. But close game. I mean, it was better than last year, right? But it was better than last I don't know. year. I, I loved it, man. I thought I had a good time. I thought it was fun. It was good watch, entertaining. It just sucks that Bro got hurt because you could really tell in the fourth quarter that they were like scared. Bro, through like the last like two or three drives, bro was literally on life support. Neil, do you agree? You look like Big Ben. Was this a good game? (laughs) I I agree with Matt. If you had told me that this game was going to be twenty three twenty, and you'd really come down to like a fourth and one, I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just too drunk to catch it, but like there there does feel like that that there was something missing. 
I don't, I can't put my finger on what it was, but for the excitement of what you think a 23 to 20 game should be, I, I, it doesn't, it just feels like there's that je ne sais quoi thing that I can't put my finger on what it's missing, but it doesn't feel like it was like, this was not a memorable epic Super Bowl, considering that the game was a field goal game. And, you know, we've had Super Bowls in the past that were just blowouts and this was a much closer game, but there was just something missing that would like kind of put, take it over the edge of being like a phenomenal Super Bowl. Well, a super score bet too that hit that a lot of people were thinking about as well was the fucking sacks. I mean, Burrow got yeah. sacked a thousand times again. I think it was seven total. So yeah, that was that just total. unbelievable. Yeah. And it was five and a half pregame with juice minus one, one twenty-five, I think, for the over. And that was really it seemed like no sweat. But yeah, it was dude. It was I I don't know. I don't know. It was just a good brand of football for me. There's some big plays, some turnovers. Well, I have a thought on that. Let's let's cut to break real quick, and then I want to get into some specific stuff because we talked about the sacks, we'll talk about punts, turnovers. So let's do all that here in just a sec. Okay, before the break, Joe, you mentioned turnovers. I want to know how many Super Bowls has a team won the turnover battle but lost the game? I feel like there's probably not many. Cincinnati not many. did not turn the ball over, and they lost this no. game. That's kind of crazy. But I felt like Cincinnati never really sustained like a long, like 10 play drive. They were either like all or nothing. And yeah, I don't know. I didn't even see the, the possession battle, but. So it's, it was, it was, I mean, the Rams had the ball for 30 minutes and 47 seconds. And oh, the Bengals it was pretty had even it then. 29, 30, it was almost exactly even. Right. Yards, right, yeah, 313 to 305 Rams. I mean, here's the difference in the game. The Bengals are three for 14 on third down. I mean, how yeah, many the Ram- how many <laughs> second and one how many second and shorts did they fuck up and not end up getting a first down? Uh, right. A and few, the, right? Dude, the the Rams have been doing that all fucking season, though. They've yeah. always been nails on third down defensively. So that doesn't surprise me, but it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's a real shame that Burrow got hurt there in the fourth quarter because those last two drives, he was just, he was, he was battling. And if we had a full, a fully healthy Burrow, maybe, maybe things are different, maybe not, but it was still, you know, it was cool, man. Shout out. Uh, I thought since he played really well on defense, I mean, oh, especially, for sure. especially after Beckham went out, like, they pretty much locked them down until that last drive. What was that last drive? 15 plays where the Rams ended up yeah. scoring. Yep. And when that the was a difference. When the refs started to actually throw flags. Yeah. Like, right, talk, dude. Right. Should the, we talk about yeah. like there were some very like obviously we know there was a highly questionable no call. I don't even want to call it highly questionable. There was a straight up no call, right, on that T. Higgins bomb. Oh, yeah, blatantly right. missed. And then there oh, was yeah. questionable, you know, makeup calls on Cup that I there was a one play. I I don't think Cup ever got touched. The holding, like a gentle yeah. hand, right? Having a gentle I mean, hand on the back. Yeah. So, but they did throw that flag on Cooper Cup offensive PI when he's literally just running straight and he ran into like two players and they called yeah. OPI and I thought that was kind of bullshit too. Was that but, when it was the offsetting? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, 
what the the missed face mask on the Higgins touchdown, Joe, it reminded me of like, like if there's a really pivotal point in a hockey game where there's like a mm-hmm. missed high stick and then they score and you're like, oh my God, they like missed or a blatant trip or something. And then right, it, led, yeah. it leads to a goal and you're like, holy fuck, that's a huge missed call. And uh, right, it yeah. was a missed call for sure. But dude, honestly, like I think the refs did well, man. They let them play for the most part. How many holdings do we have? I mean, I don't think was there one. Was there a single holding? Call? I don't think no. so. And you know what the old adage is they could call it on every fucking play. So yeah. I'd rather watch this brand of football where we're not just like dragging this out. Yeah, there was some fuckery at the end there, but it's the NFL, man. So what do you expect? They're not perfect. Looks like there were six total penalties. How about the the homie on the Bengals running the guy who's inactive running off the sideline after oh the touchdown? God. What a fucking yeah. idiot that guy yeah. is. That's that was yeah. bad. Um, what was the other one? It was a was it a That's taunting? All time dumb. Oh yeah, the taunting when um, fuck, I can't remember the play. Well, it was on a punt, right? And they they started on the ten instead of the twenty. I mean, that's that stuff matters, like right. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, huh, what a game! I'm just sad that the football is over. I guess we can dive into USFL in a couple of weeks, though. Yeah, spring football. Um, I just two games in a row here. I mean, give the Rams credit; they won. They they came up big when they had to. Stafford. Got him down the field. I mean, it just seemed like seemed like they had nothing going. You and since think the just, Rams are soft still, I'm not that impressed with the Rams after this game. I don't. I mean, maybe I'm. Maybe I should give them more credit. But I feel like, I mean, the Niners had them on the ropes, up ten in the fourth quarter. The Bengals are yep. up twenty thirteen in the third quarter, and the Rams couldn't do anything. And the Bengals just keep getting the ball back. And you're like, are they gonna? Are they going to add to their lead or are they just going to let the Rams hang around at 20 to 16? And I even told my girlfriend, I was like, this has 23, 20 written all over it. They're, they're oh, going to yeah. fight. The Rams are finally going to find a way to break through because you can only give a team so many chances. I and thought for sure we're going to get, we were going to get overtime. Once Burrow completed that like 17 yard pass on the fourth with like a minute left. I was like, that oh, first fuck, one, yeah. here we go. It's uh, they right. need here we yeah. go. They needed, yeah. what, 40 yards, and they get a good chunk of it on that first play. And, again, they had it set up where they had, I think, a second and three or second and two. Fourth and, and then, one, and then they throw the ball. Like, I mean, geez. Mixon yeah, was – dude, and Mixon was running the fucking ball too, man. He had a lot of room throughout – he had, like, what, three or four 10-yard runs? Mixon averaged get a fucking yard, 15 for 72. Yeah, I think the yeah. Bengals are going to watch this tape, and they're going to be like, we – we – Blew it on third and one, getting stuffed with P. Ryan multiple times. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I cannot. Yeah, I thought for sure this was destined for overtime. Sucks for uh, Kyle who had uh, the Ugh. overtime bet plus eight fifty. Like that's, that would have been hot. A, yeah, that's that's a terrible beat. And you know they were on like what the fifty. If they got fuck 10, 12, 15 more yards, McPherson's going to pull his cock out and make that. Hundred percent, yeah. Seemed like it. So, just brutal, man. But it's fun. I mean, fuck, dude. Where does Burrow go from here? Well, that's the thing. I mean, everybody, you know, Mahomes makes it and wins it. His uh, what second year starter? 
mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, they're going to win more. And they got back last year and they didn't get back this year. And it's uh, it's hard to get back. And I mean, Neil talked about how loaded the AFC is like there's no guarantee the Bengals are going to get back here in the next five years. Right. Dude, it's fuck, man. I mean, I yeah. still got to contend with the the Ravens. The Browns, you got to think, will be improved if they get rid of dumbass Baker. And obviously, the Steelers have a Super Bowl ready defense right now. So their division's hard, man. They, I mean, fuck, just for them to repeat as division champs is difficult, let alone winning three playoff games. Yeah, because you look at, I mean, for the for the Bengals, you know, they're going to have to face, you know, you got KC right that you're going to have to go through if you do make playoffs and i don't think i mean do are we recent like the the ravens should reload and the Bengals ravens should be right there um but you got to go through kc you got to go through the i mean the chargers weren't even a playoff team like that's unfathomable um and almost inexcusable but you're going to have the chargers you've got the buffalo bills that you still have to contend with like it it's going to be tough but you know Titans. I don't think I don't think Cincinnati lost because of Burrow. Burrow did nothing wrong, and the no, fact Burrow that was good. Yeah, the fact that we're even able to sit here and talk—I mean, for me especially, and Matt knows this—and I I've been an anti-Cincinnati guy from the draft, right? Because I thought they made the wrong draft pick that I was wrong on. The fact that we're even talking about Burrow being here in his second year, I I think speaks volumes. They've got so much more that they can get better. You know, if they can address this offensive line, because, again, how many times a guy gets sacked nine times in a playoff game? You know, when they face Tennessee, he won. He got sacked seven times tonight. They were down a touchdown. And I'm not even sure. I got to go back and look. Did anyone look at that last play? How does was it P. Ryan? How does he not catch that ball? Like, I know it was kind of like a flutter out there on that. It was a. Oh, yeah. And the play before the tight end had the, or no, 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 it was the drive before. Was it Higgins or Boyd? It was Tyler Boyd. Yeah. He had that fucking yeah. the third and 10, and he fucking right in his hands and he drops it. Now, he didn't look like he was going to get the first down. It looked like he was going to be a yard short, but dude, they were like, dropped a pass all year. I'm like, holy shit. That is so huge, man. That is yeah. massive. You know what I was wondering? Why couldn't they on some of these got to have it third and ones? They don't have us. They can't sneak. Well, I think Burrow is dead. Like his it's knees Super Bowl. are later in the, later in the game. Yeah. I, why I didn't they run? That. Why didn't they run any screen passes? That was like mixing all fucking season. They yeah. run those little dump off screen passes to mix, and they didn't run a single one of those fucking things. They only ran those little outs, and then you just get hit by the outside linebacker. Yeah, I think if you're the Bengals and you're watching the tape. This week, you're like short yardage. We were really bad. That's we had a lot of opportunities and we blew it. Unbelievable. And yeah. and you're just your third down in general. Like you can't go for three for fourteen in the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, you scored twenty points and you went three for fourteen. Like that's that's kind of hard to do. Like, it's pretty bad, especially when their defense is playing so good. Give up fucking thirteen points in the first quarter, then jack shit yeah. at the end. I mean, the Niners did the same fucking thing against the Rams. But yeah, I think uh, the same exact thing. I think the Niners and Bengals should get together and just have a wow that oh. got away from us. I mean, kudos to the Rams; like they took advantage and got opportunity in both games. They get the ball late with an opportunity because the other team just 
how many times does Lombardi say, if you don't score in the fourth quarter, you're going to lose? Like, yeah, dude, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. Like it's just teams not closing games. Cincinnati, Cincinnati gets that field goal to go up 20 to 13, what, five minutes into the third quarter and they don't score again. Yep. Yep. Boom. That's it. Yeah. And the game was looking like an over to fuck at that point. Yeah. I think I looked and the live total was like 53 and a half after that. Cause it was like, Oh my God, there's 10 points here in the first five minutes of the third quarter, seven, the rest of the way. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but do we see Cincy being in danger of being one of these Super Bowl loser hangover teams where like so much went right for them in this playoff run? And now that you have expectations next season, and Joe, you alluded to the Bengal or the, the Ravens maybe bounce it. The Ravens were the most injured team in the league this year. They're going to bounce back to some extent next year. I mean, the AFC is still loaded. What if Rodgers goes to Denver? Holy shit. Like, the AFC could be just a gauntlet. Do we see Cincy being in danger of uh, kind of underachieving next season and having a hard time following this up? Mm, it's tough to say, man. Honestly, like, uh, like Dave says, man, nobody knows shit. Like, we can just take a guess here. But I, I think Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. You have a good quarterback, a decent coach a good defense, you're going to win probably nine, 10 games. And I think they could do that if they can just stay healthy and, but they got a tough division. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's so it Joe, could be a fun, it could fun. be a fun under, you know what I mean? It depends on what they set their win total. What do you think it's going to be nine and a half? Mm, I think they're probably going to go 10. But Joe, maybe a better question. Matt, really, what's a better question? Who, who's most likely to get back to the Super Bowl, Rams or the Bengals? Because I think it's interesting that you could say that, like, you could probably run this playoff cycle again just this year. You could run it 10 times. And I don't think the Bengals or Rams get in it again. Oh, like, you get this like combination of yeah. one out of 10 for sure. Right. This is the combination of yeah. one out of 10 that yeah. I don't. Yeah. Both teams needed so much to go right for them that, like, I don't think this is a repeatable thing. And Matt, to answer your question for the Bengals, like, I don't think this is repeatable for the Bengals right now, but I don't think it's repeatable for the Rams either. Like this is, this is one of those scenarios that is for both teams. I don't think they're going to repeat. Yeah. The Rams are kind of in a shitty situation because they have no draft capital to be able to build an O-line or replace these guys. Well, Whitworth's going to retire. So they're going to need a new left tackle. And like you said, they got no no guy was, he was decent, but like nothing, nothing good. Like, I mean, you can't, He's Walter Payton man of the year. I know it's off the field, but it's still like the heartbeat of the fucking, you know, team. So, I mean, losing that's going to hurt. I, but that's a good question, Neil. I would tend to lean that Rams would get back just because I think okay. their path to the Super Bowl is easier than going through the gauntlet that is the AFC. AFC will definitely be tougher, right? Yeah. But like, I mean, especially if Rodgers goes to the AFC. And that knocks out. Oh if Brady God. stays retired and Rodgers leaves Green Bay to go to the AFC and you knock out Tampa and Green Bay as contenders. Dude, can you imagine if he goes to Denver? All the quarterbacks in the AFC West are just pro bowlers and unbelievable. Yeah. So two quick things on the Rams. Um, I think it was yesterday that this started coming out where McVay was asked about his coaching future. And he talked about... Gee, man, I don't know. 
I really want to have a family. I want to spend more time oh, with God. my family. I mean, you guys have seen his fiance, right? Yeah. yeah. I, um, I joined uh, <laughs> that fucking Mitch Hollywood space earlier today on Twitter. Shout out Mitch Hollywood on Twitter. Fucking. And I, and I, I made the comment. I said, Hey, yeah, I don't think I would mind firing a couple loads in my girl if she looked like that. And then like the whole space just lost it. There was like 20 people in there. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. Is there, yeah, is course. there, so is there any way he's done? He's not retiring. He's he not would, retiring. So you think it was no all, way. this is all a contract. It's all bullshit. This is yeah. all a contract negotiation. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to just just throw it out there that I might win the Super Bowl and, and walk away to spend more time with my gorgeous wife when i'm getting married in Spain this summer. you know right. so there's no way no way no way there's no Retirement, way, no way. now is he gonna spend if he uh, lost then yeah well, dude i just don't see it man because what they started no- leaking was okay mcveigh he's a gruden guy right and he saw gruden get out of coaching spend 10 years on tv i mean mcveigh i'm not a huge mcveigh guy but he would be good on tv it's kind of quirky, but he's really yeah. He's engaging. got that personality. Yeah, he, he's weird enough to do it and do it well. No chance, dude. I'd be shocked. I would be stunned if he left. I think the only way he leaves if like the entire fucking Rams team retires and he knows he's gonna have a dog shit team. But is that a possibility? I mean, Joe, we've never seen a team go out and just trade away all their first round picks every asset <laughs> like do you pull a stunt well, right do you, well yeah do coaches pull a stunt and i don't know if we've seen it so much in nfl versus like we've seen it with in college with like Pete carroll abandoning you know banding wide right as shit's about to hit the fan like you went all in you've leveraged they sold out like yeah. four years right of your draft capital do you say we won Peace out. Like Fuck I think it. it's interesting yeah. for McVeigh because McVeigh has an opportunity to do uh, again someone as as young a coach as he is. He has the opportunity to do something that's never been done before, right? And be a coach for like forty years and just put himself on a completely never level. But he's also leveraged the farm, unlike anything we've ever seen before. He could no for sure. I mean, he, they have no money. <laughs> like <laughs> they paid Ramsey. They paid fucking um everybody. Stafford, they traded everything for Stafford. They paid Donald. Like Von Miller is making shitload of money. They're gonna lose uh what's his name? The other pass rusher they got, Leonard Floyd. Um yeah, dude, they're fucked. Like they <laughs> they they're still paying Jared Goff too. So dude, it's yeah, I mean, I could see it like they did what they did props to them. Like you, you, you make all these trades, you leverage the future and you get a championship. I think that's fucking badass. Honestly, I wish more teams would do shit like that, but so yeah, do they're, we not, fire... they're not set up. They're not set up for success over the next five years though. So do we fire a Rams under next season? I think so. Because what well, I think it'll be inflated. I think that the Super Bowl winner, it's going yeah. to be to the over like, Dens Especially of the, the dens of the worlds are going to be in there. Oh, Rams are so good. They're only getting better. Listen to this too. I mean, the Rams are going to be the favorites to win the NFC West next year, for sure. Second's going to be the Niners. Third, probably the Cardinals. Fourth, you know, if Russell leaves Seattle. Dude, the, the Rams, I mean, the Rams obviously have their issues beating the Niners in the regular season. I mean, it's a, I think it's a good bet. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. What's their, their season win total is going to be 10 and a half, right? 10 and a half. 
11, have, 11 and a half. I feel like for the, the Rams, I think they could price the, they could probably the Rams, yeah. Then I feel the NFC West might play the AFC West next year too. Oh my god. Oh, they do because I know the Niners do play uh yeah. at Denver and in Vegas. Uh-huh. So that wow. means they'll play Chargers too. Cool. We'll have three I'm just saying, what if so they they kind of hinted at it in a, one of the ads this year that Amazon is gonna get a big NFL package next year. What if Amazon goes to Sean McVay and says, Hey, we'll pay you twenty million a year? Well, Amazon was going hard after Al Michaels. Aikman. A- and yeah, Aikman is the rumor and then Al too. But what if they what if they told McVay twenty mil? You gotta he think, can, dude. He could do it. Have he, to move. He could do LA. it for he could do it for five years and then take whatever coaching job he wants as a Super Less, Bowl winner. Oh yeah, less stress. I mean, spend more time sense. with the wife. You've seen his spend wife. More time having intercourse with that beautiful woman. And then the other yeah, one that that got floated out today was that uh, I think it was Rodney Harrison and then Michelle Tafoya talked about it too that Aaron Donald could retire if they won and he could walk away. All right. I, dude, like, it, it just makes no sense to me, man. Is this all bullshit? Are they just trying to? Is this all for more money? Like, right? Like, like, like I want to raise. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It just makes no sense. Like, I get Aaron Donald. Like, he has nothing else to prove. Like, he's obviously the best defender we've seen in a long fucking time, and now he's got a ring, so he's got literally everything. But. How much does he love football? I think that's what it's going to come down that's to. That's what we'll never know. Well, two things we'll never know. We'll never know what it feels like to be like competitive at that, like that competitive. But then also the toll it takes on your body too. Maybe some of these guys that win are like, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't need to go through this again year after year. Like I won. I'm at the top of the mountain. Maybe I don't yeah, need this. You've won know. every accolade you can in that position. You won a championship. Like, what else do you have to prove? And he's widely known, dude. He's been an All Pro every year in the NFL. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, yeah, other and, than... I, and I think for guys like that, once you once you get the once you get the nod that like you have sort of acceptance that you're going to be a Hall of Famer, even when if you hung them up right now, right? Like that's that's the only thing I think some of these guys, you know, once you've proven everything, once you get that nod that like, okay, you could retire now and be a Hall of Famer. I think that that's the last piece, right? Uh, to guys who are at the end of their career, like you just got to make sure that that nod is that box is checked. That's your first ballot. You're not going to have to worry about on, be on the precipice. Once you got that checked, and Aaron Donald for sure does. Mm, maybe, dude. Yeah, and the way I I just thought of this comparison too. I mean, if you look at a guy like Patrick Willis, played fucking eight All Pro yeah. seasons. Then just said, "Hey, I fucking hung him up." Imagine if Patrick Willis won a Super Bowl. Then yeah, he would have maybe it would have been the same scenario. I don't know. But obviously, Aaron Donald's a better player than Patrick Willis was. But I don't see. I mean, I think it's a good comparison. They're both like, what else do they have to prove? Because you know? it's easy for us. Just, yeah, it's easy for us to sit here and say like, "Oh, you're a professional athlete. Of course, you want to get back and keep playing." But maybe it's not that simple. Right? Yeah. You know. And he's third. I mean, he's thirty. I don't know what it, I don't know what that's going to be. He's going to be thirty-one before the start of next season. Yeah, I don't. Like I said, that's that's kind of like that point, right? That you sort of say, like, is it worth it? And now that you've climbed the top of the mountain, who knows? But I would say, like, if Aaron Donald doesn't come back, right, even more reason to fire that potential under for oh, season one next year if he doesn't but come back. I'm- 
a but then at that point, I think at that point, though, Neil, it'll become trendy. And that's what you don't. You're that's right. what we want to avoid. That's what it's, we want to avoid. Assuming, and that the Joe, to your point, assuming that that line stays at like what ten and a half, eleven, that we think it's gonna it's got to be ten and a half, you know, eleven, first, right? Yeah, Super yeah. Bowl winner. Yeah, it has to be like as of right now. Yeah, Just I would agree. by default. Yeah, yeah, maybe even eleven and a half, seventeen games. You can see him go twelve and five. Well, I mean, what's the top? I mean, I think what both Kansas City and Tampa Bay entering the season were, I think, eleven. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, they were. I feel 12. like both of them were twelve and both of them were twelve and a half, and I don't think you put KC the Rams for sure was twelve and a half. Yeah, and I don't think you put the Rams like at that level, no. like coming into the season. So I could see like an eleven, eleven and a half, sort of being their win total. I don't think. God, that's could. we gotta we gotta put a pin in this, Matthew, because <laughs> NFC West playing the AFC West, and you take I would oh. love to fire all the NFC team NFC West team under holy shit. That's four fucking hard ass games additionally to yeah. their their six division games too. But both Joe that's like, ten you think, contentious you, you think games. AFC also, I would think I'd take the under on the AFC team too because it ain't no cakewalk going through the NFC either. Like I think that's it may be mis it may be priced high than you look for both AFC and NFC West unders because that's just a yeah. gong. I mean, he, both neither neither divisions are getting through a cakewalk on that. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. All right, guys. Good stuff. Matt, do, you want, do, do we do we want to mention um, our plans for next month? Yeah. Um. Let's wait till we have the rest of the the guys. Maybe we'll do another one later this week, where we can kind of put a bow on the football season and continue some of these conversations. Look. It's early, but we can look at it. Mean, let's just tease Matt that we are very excited for March Madness. We are very excited that we're very excited. We're we going to be all together and not in Southern California and not have a fucking mask on <laughs> <laughs> and not have fucking masks on. Amen to that. I mean, shout hey, out I, government. Shout out <laughs> every celebrity at SoFi Stadium. I mean, I, there was not a mask in sight. And I'm gonna go to work tomorrow and mask up for eight hours. So I can't wait for that. Are all your, in the same are all your kids town. masked up? Oh yeah, Matt. They yeah. are. Yeah. Do you have to bust their balls if they take them off? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Being the mask police in the classroom is uh, super oh. sweet, super fun this year. So we'll leave it I would at that. Rather hang myself. All right, uh, Chris. I hope you had fun at your party. Hope you got some tips. Idiot. <laughs> for Joe, for Neil, uh, Kyle, sorry about your bangles. Just one of the. So know. Clara is zero and two since uh, on <laughs> actually one oh. and two because the Bengals did win. The, the Bengals did win. Yeah, but Clara is one and two as of being on the being on the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll be back later this week. Um, we'll uh, wrap up football season. Talk about what's coming next for Joe for Neil. Um. What happens when you bet on poop? Take it, Neil. Like over three and a half field goals. Fuck, I needed 23-23 tie. <laughs> God, I needed that so bad. I pushed three. <laughs> I took three at an all line. Sometimes when you bet on poop, you step on it. We didn't get some roses, but it's okay. We'll fight on another day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah.
is fade you 